but I told her honestly. I said, don't go into the. Don't office. get off the stage. Okay, know? so I didn't listen to him. Because <laughs> Which is nothing new. Hello, welcome to Botox the podcast. I'm your host Bo Corum, and this is these are my guests. Hi, I'm Liz. I'm Bo's cousin. Yes, and I'm Dave. I'm married to Bo's cousin. Yes, that makes him a cousin. Yeah, still oh, I'm a cousin-in-law. <laughs> cousin-in-law. Yeah, we, with Nancy on it last week, we talked about, like, all the different names. So, like, okay. second cousin once removed, or, like, oh. first cousin three times. I don't understand times. any of those. I don't either. I and, can't get it straight. Yeah, and she's like, so you're my second cousin first removed, or once removed. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. say so. Yeah, yeah. okay, got yeah. that. Um, yeah, so we can start off with a riddle that I have on my phone. Are you guys good at riddles? No, not really. Yeah. He's probably better. Well, yeah, I'm not good. I'm not good. Yeah, I'm not the best either, but it's always fun to like guess, and if we get stumped, it's fun. Okay. So here's one. It says, almost everyone needs it, asks for it, and gives it, but almost nobody takes it. What is it? Grief. <laughs> Grief. <laughs> that that works gonna, too. Yeah, I was going to say uh, guff. Like, okay, um, everybody... What is it? Everybody needs Everyone, it. Almost every take a letter. I have no idea. Well, yeah. We all need one. Yeah, and, yeah. One, two, terrible. three. Terrible. I'm yeah. terrible at them. What yeah. is it? It is advice. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, boy, that is yeah. good. Like almost everyone asks for it. Yeah. yeah. Or needs it. Needs it, but yeah. a lot of times, you know, we yeah. should wait till they ask for it. Right. I sure. went one whole um, Lent where I gave up giving un um, unasked for advice. And it was hard. Yeah. You, know, you want to tell people what to do all right. the time. So. It was a great laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the best he two months it. ever. He liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I always give up sweet tea because it's like my favorite drink. Oh, and yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Challenge. I once went to um, South Carolina and went up through a drive through to order iced tea. And oh, yeah. it came sweet. And I don't like it sweet. Okay. So I thought, the first time I did it, I thought, that's kind of weird. They just made a mistake. And the second time I did it, I got sweet tea again. And mm-hmm. I actually got out of my car, went back into the restaurant and said, is there something I need to know? <laughs> yeah. Because I keep getting tea with sugar in it. I said, oh, that's that's the way we always serve mm-hmm. down here, unless you ask. Yep. So, yeah, I see. It's ask. always sweet. Yeah. yeah, like up here, I never get iced tea because it's always not sweet. No. So I'm just used to the, the sweet Yeah, note. although there's enough Southerners that I bet they, someone could figure out how to make you some sweet tea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least here in Epworth. Yeah, Pavel's been making, or Stan's been making yeah. it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like two weeks without it. Just put sugar in it. No, not really. I, mean, I think it's more involved than that. Don't you have to make a syrup or something? I, out we of just sugar? been using sugar. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe there's more to it because my down here it doesn't taste. Like when we made it with Pavel, yeah. it doesn't taste like southern sweet tea. Well, I know when you make lemonade, you need to make a sugar syrup. You boil the sugar in the water. Otherwise, it just separates. The, oh, the sugar yeah. just separates right. in the, when you put it in. So uh, maybe that's how yeah. you do sweet tea. Yeah, I don't know. It's I love it, though. Yeah. I've been used to it. Not, not a lot of my family loves it, though. Casey. Doesn't like it. Well, she's a, she's a northerner. She much. is. Yeah. Well, she... She really yeah. is from the South. And her whole family's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So we flunked Riddle. Yeah, that's okay. And then I have this. Would you rather okay. three thousand of them? Oh. So and we're gonna do all of them. Just oh. kidding. Not all of them. But um, I'll ask you guys one. If you want to ask one from the book, you can. Okay. So I have. Hmm. Would you rather be too trusting or too suspicious of everyone you meet? Hmm. Good question. Well. I'm already too suspicious. <laughs> and I'm already <laughs> too trusting. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess that's my <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Well, if you trust everybody, it may not go well. Yeah. But then you wouldn't have trust in anyone if you're I, suspicious. I think I'd rather be too trusting. I think so, too. If no, I'm going to Too suspicious because you're never disappointed. Oh, great. You're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. That, that, I don't know. That That's not the way I want to go through life. I want to trust people, so. And be disappointed? Well, only in you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I you have another one? Yeah, would you rather, oh, I know this one. Would you rather read hardcover books or read books in digital format? 
Oh, definitely hard copy. Oh, same. I, I, I do can't not stand digital. to be yeah. online. Yeah. I want the smell, the touch, the mm-hmm. feel of a book. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer paperback to hardcover. Oh, really? Yeah. But but only because they're not as heavy. Right. So when you're lying in bed, you don't have to yeah. hold, hold <laughs> them up over your head yeah. and get your arms tired. But yeah. no, digital, no. Not my favorite. How about you, dear? Yeah. Well, uh, I, there's a lot I read in digital. But I don't, and I don't mind it. Um, but I listen rather than, I mean, I listen to them on my phone rather than read them on my phone. Mm, yeah. So I'd rather listen to a book. Yeah. Than you get close to it. Yeah. And he listens to a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got like Audible? Audio. Audio. Audible and uh, Apple books. Or yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people love the audio books. I just... I don't have a long enough attention span to just sit there and listen, which is weird because I have a podcast. I have an hour of talking. Have you but, listened to your podcast? Well, I, I do, and sometimes it pains me to hear my own voice. But <laughs> well, 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 that's a good point because there's books that I really want to read, and I mm-hmm. get the audible on it, and the reader's not not very yeah, good. not the best. Yeah, so you don't like his or her voice, right. or you, there's something you don't like, and so you it really it really detracts. So it's right. hit or miss. It makes you yeah, yeah. I don't like it much. Yeah. 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 Alright, do you guys wanna read one? Yeah, go ahead. Let's do oh it. You can choose. There's three thousand oh, of them. So. Three thousand, okay. Oh, this, we may be here a long time. <laughs> uh, would you rather drive a creepy ice cream truck or the Oscar Meyer Wienermobile everywhere you go? Well, I've been in the Oscar Meyer oh, Wienermobile. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. My Tell uncle worked for uh, Oscar Meyer. And uh, I lived with them for a year when we had uh, a house burned down. And he brought little Oscar and the Oscar Meyer Wienermobile oh to the house. Mm-hmm. That's so fun. So I was inside. That was in Davenport, yeah. Iowa. Davenport, Iowa. Oh, so how old were you? He yeah. worked for Oscar Meyer. I was in, what do we think, third, second, second grade. grade. Second grade. Oh. So I was very impressed. Yeah. And, awesome. and uh, second grade because I was not taller than little Oscar. Which, <laughs> yeah. And he was little. Yeah. He was little. And interestingly, you know, we just drove across the country with our, our first yes. grandson, Campbell, and our last stop was Moline, Illinois, which is one of the Quad Cities. Davenport, okay. Moline, Bettendorf, and Rock Island are the Quad Cities. Um and so I went there because I wanted to see if we could find the house yeah. where David lived okay. with his aunt and uncle that one yeah. year. And we found it. Yeah, and wow. uh, it was awesome. kind of almost a sense memory direct, you know, we had an address that he thought he remembered. But, right. But when we got close, it started to feel familiar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, because I mean, it's a long time. So oh, a long time. What, almost six, seven, 60 some years ago. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. we vote for the wiener movie. Yes. I think I would do that too. Just like you know, creepy ice cream truck. I feel like that would like deter children from yeah. Although when, coming to the ice when cream. When my truck. kids were little, we didn't call them the ice cream truck. We yeah. called it the music truck. Oh, because it played the music. It played music, it. and if they knew it played music, if they knew it had ice cream, they would go crazy yeah. wanting money. I right. used to. Yeah. I, I my mother almost had to you know like sell me to the gypsies no, to, my because <laughs> I was throwing, throwing such fits yeah. over the ice cream truck. So I never told my children it was the ice cream truck. The music truck. It was the music truck. Well, we had a, we, when I was in junior high, we had an ice cream truck that would drive in the neighborhood, and the driver was a big Yankee fan. Okay. And we didn't really care that much about baseball. Right. But all you had to do was say something bad about the Yankees, and he would just go off the oh rails. He would just get in it. So we had so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Torture. Torture. Yeah. Torturing. Yeah. That's yeah. So fun. yeah. 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 <sighs> I've been meaning to ask you guys about your trip. Yeah, it was so, great. Yes. Well, you know, I I took uh, a trip alone with our son, Court, when he was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And we went, we drove from California to Michigan, and then, wow. then we drove back again. And I think every parent should be alone with their child in a car for, you know, six to ten days. Right. It's just such a great experience to be able to do one-on-one time right. when, when you have more than one child most of the time. So I had this dream that I wanted to do it with each of my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And Campbell and Charlotte are the two oldest. They're both seven right now. The yeah. idea was I, we would do it when they were eight. But when they, you know, they're both going to be eight at the same time. Right. And, and so Campbell is the one that we decided we would take first. And we just had a great time. Oh, we so 
did a little bit of um, just seeing beautiful places and history and a little bit of family mm -hmm. genealogy yeah. stuff and then a little literature related stuff. So it was a super That's awesome. Trip. And he's yeah. a great traveler. So yes. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, just being around him, he seems just like such a great kid. He, he talks is. a lot, like he's a good talker to people. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, we say he's like a little old man. He's an, <laughs> yeah. he's an adult in, yeah. in a kid body. He's yeah. very conscientious and, you know, he would be in the car and he'd say, I think I should only do my tablet for about an hour and a half today. And oh then I'll gosh. stop. And, you know, he's That's like awesome. self-monitoring right. everything. But, um, yeah, it was super. We went to Mesa Verde, which was a place, a uh, national park that I had taken court to back when he was eight. And I'd always wanted to take David back because mm -hmm. he hadn't been with us. Right. And that was just I, we had this wonderful experience where we were hiking down to see one of the cliff dwellings. Wow. And we turned a corner, and, you know, I think David had thought, oh, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. We turned the corner and saw the first one, and I heard him go, oh. And that, <laughs> you know, I brought off. tears to my eyes yeah. because that was what I, wa I wanted. I wanted them to experience that. Right. Oh, so awesome. it was cool. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, and Campbell kind of, like, reminds me of how I was at that age. Yeah. Like I relate better like talking to adults rather yeah. than kids my own age, yeah. like obviously. <laughs> and um, so yeah, and yeah. we played pickleball the other night well, together. And he he reminds me of you actually. Really? So we're hoping he grows up to be as oh maybe a podcaster. A podcaster. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 Oh, so that that's good. so fun. So where are y'all planning on taking Charlotte next year? Well, we're not sure. We're we're I'm scoping out places now. I mm -hmm. we've. One of the things I did with Court when he was eight was we did a lot of the Little House on the Prairie stops. Oh, so so we went to the Little House in the Big Woods mm -hmm. and the Little House on Plum Creek, which is mm -hmm. a dugout, and uh, went to the Little Town on the Prairie, D. Smith, South Dakota. Wow. I thought maybe she'd be interested in some of those because, mm -hmm. um, like I say, kind of like to work in some literature stuff. With with uh, Campbell, we went to Hannibal, Missouri, and took a paddleboat ride oh, on the Mississippi gosh. and read Tom yeah. Sawyer uh, before and after we were there. So, you know, it's that kind of thing. I like to give them the visual experience of seeing where things took right. place. Right, that's and, awesome. Uh, so, yeah, that would be one idea. And, you know, I don't know. Beyond that, we haven't gotten that far. It's yeah. a year away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to come by. It's going to come here so quickly. It is. It is. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, um, trivia. Okay. I, trivia. Last week with um, Nancy and Barbie, we did something. It was trivia only your grandparents will know. And they got, <laughs> there was like 15 of them and they got three of them wrong. I just didn't know any of it. Like what was like <laughs> the hardest number to dial on a um, rotary? Was uh, it zero? Yep. Yeah. And I had no clue. I was just yeah. like, oh, It's the furthest cool. away from, you know, right. all the way going, all the way around the dial. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And they taught me that. And then um, they learned that Howdy Doody was a marionette rather than someone playing. Uh -huh. Right. Uh -huh. That wasn't a hand puppet. Yeah. 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 So those are the main two things. I was just... Okay. So then I found this one. It was, Boy. It was about, um, it's titled... Can you tell us the meaning of these old-timey words without asking your grandparents? But we're going to ask you guys. And I know you guys are really great with words and writing. And stuff. Oh, so I this was Set well, us up. Don't, don't so count on it. Set yeah. us up. Let's see. So if you were talking about a problem in the backfield that's a little ways out there, where is the problem located? Hither, from, out yonder, or brute? If you would help you guys to look at it. Brute? Never heard that last. A problem in the backfield would be. Out yonder. Out yonder, yeah. Let's see. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it says, when someone told you to go over yonder, you would have been going over there. Yeah, I think I knew that. I'm reading To Kill a Mockingbird right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, they probably use And I have, so mm -hmm. I now knew that. Mm -hmm. um, if you're going to a hootenanny, where are you going? We're going to a folk party. fest, folk party. Yeah. A party? Yeah, party. well, it's folk songs. Yeah. Correct. Well, yeah. Yeah, I asked Mimi some of these, and she said she knew. What would he mean if your pop said you were a slug of bed? That means you don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Lazy? Lazy. Lazy. Yep. What else would you call a pickpocket? Bramble? Cut purse? Cut purse. Cut purse. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we're going through these fast. <laughs> now that, that's from Shakespeare's time. Oh, so wow, that's, that's, that's like great, great, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Done, we don't, we're yeah. not that old. Yeah. 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 But we've read Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. If you hear the word rapscallion, yeah. what do you think it is? The rascal or the, yeah. a mischievous, mischievous person. Mischievous person, yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. What would you have called an ornamental object? Fandangle, cut purse, whip, or swag? Hmm, that's a tough one. Swag is what you get when you're. It's a swag bag, yeah. Yeah. An ornamental object. I might. I say fandangle. You think? It's either fandangle. It's not whip, and it's not cup purse because that's a pickpocket. So it's either it's either swag or a fandangle. Maybe we get the party favors from fancy objects. We might. Could be. Let's say swag or fandangle. Well, you can't have a war. Swag. Fandangle. Oh, he was right. Hey. Well, we had those two, so okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case your grandpa asked to borrow it, how much money equals a doit? Two cents, one million dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, or twenty-five thousand dollars? A doit? I don't know. I've never heard of a doit. Okay, what is the first one? Two cents. I'm going to say two cents. I'd say that. Two cents? Correct. <laughs> that was just educated. Lucky guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and there's an ad covering up the question. Oh. Am I supposed to? Here's legal zoom. Well, that's that. Your great aunt. Technical difficulties. That yeah, we've been seeing technical. Yeah, all we have is yeah. Your great aunt was a famous Methodist. What is everyone actually referring to? Uh, oh, you don't. We don't have the first part to it. Let's see. What are the answers? Composer, singer, dancer, or pianist? Yeah, that's interesting. What does that have to do with being a Methodist? Methodist. Hmm. Oh, Melodist. Oh, Melodist. Famous Melodist. I would Hmm. say. Composer, singer. (laughs) What are the choices? Composer, singer, dancer, and pianist. I think singer. Oh, okay. Singer? Yeah. We'll say so. Fresh. Good. Awesome. Uh, David, you're older than I am. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so, uh, so I got it. Okay, next one. What did a bibliopole sell back in the day? Books, rosary, ro- rosaries. Rosaries, yeah. Fish and vegetables. It's got to be books. It's got to be books. A bibliopole? Yeah, books. Yeah. Well, it's, books. It we'll, says we'll you're just done. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it says you're done with this. Yeah, why is this? Because we're getting too many writers. Yeah, they're like, this isn't for me. Um, if a doctor told you to take your medicine for a senite, how long would you be taking your medicine for? 24 hours, a month, a year, or a week? Senite. A week. Okay. And sadly, it is not really... I'm going to reload the website and see if that works. Okay. Yeah, Senite, I've never heard of. Week in Spanish is Semana. Sorry, I'll try to do things. Singer and. Oh, here we go. What would you have called a bartender many years ago? Tapster? Water, apothecary, or Woody? <laughs> Woody. <laughs> Woody. Uh, Tapster. 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 Correct. And, uh, and oh, yeah, here's the, this, the yeah. books, rosary, fish, or vegetables. Uh, b- books. Books. Bibliopole yeah. is books. Okay, if a, yeah, here's the synod one. Uh, I think it's a what do you think it's a You think it's a week. I think it's a week. A week? Okay. Yeah. Yes. If you were told to go visit the fishwife, what are you going to do? Purchase fish for dinner? Have your kitchen scale calibrated? Get a love potion made? Or talk about your fia- finance- finances? What's a fiance? They could be fish. Fish. Okay. Purchase fish. Correct. What term was used to describe someone who was born with low social standing? Strumpet, baseborn, haughty, or quidnunc? Baseborn. Baseborn? Mm-hmm. Yep. What would your great uncle call an extra large alcoholic drink? Cord, merchant, crap, or bumper? Hmm. Bumper? Bumper, I think. 
fucker. Yep. What's an old-timey word for a kiss? Bonk, blaze, bus. 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 <laughs> what kind of animal is your grandma talking about when she says she saw a camo... What? Camo... Camelacard. Camelacard. Otter, fox, giraffe, or snake? Ooh. Camelacard. I know. Wait. Uh, giraffe. Giraffe? All right, giraffe. Yep. Which of these words would be okay to call an older woman? Scrumpet, beldum, harlot, or whippersnapper? Wait, wait, what was the second one? Uh, beldum. Beldum. I think it is beldum. Yeah, I think that's it. Yep. Which old-timey word means that you are a full-fledged citizen of your town? Burgess. Burgess. Which old-fashioned word means frozen? Caked, drawer, wired, or bitten? Frozen? Cake? Fior? Fror? Fror or bitten? I'll say fror. Fror? Aye. Yeah. Good one. One you don't know. There's a word you don't know. And there's another... Well, no, where we get half the question. Oh, perfect. Cousins around in the backyard in their play wagon. What would your grandma, grandpa call the wagon? Foxtrot, Wayne, Whippersnapper, or Mule? Uh, wagon. Wayne. Wayne. Yep. Where would you pick growing tomatoes, mow the lawn, or rake the leaves from if your grandparents needed it? Their boot, their garth, their hoodie, their cord wing. Oh my goodness! Never heard of any of those. <laughs> their their boot—that's like the trunk of a car. Yeah. Their garth. That might be. Go on. Their hoodie. Their cord cordwain. Well, uh, I'd say cordwain. Cordwain. All right. Cordwain. Their garth. Their garth. Showing yes. off your beautiful yard or garden yeah. meant that you were showing off your garth. Folks were quite proud of the upkeep of their garth, and they loved showing them off. Oh. oh. Okay. Can you pick apart what asunder means? Oh, yeah. Sunshine, open, apart, or beneath? Apart. apart. If you wanted to go for a nice hike, where would you go? Treeland, Greenwood, Leafland, or Oakleaf? What? <laughs> I this is just like a local quiz, right? Yeah. Yeah. What is it again? Treeland, Greenwood. Well, we lived in Greenwood, so I'll be green, Greenwood. Greenwood. We're going to the Greenwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. Yeah. This is for you guys. Right. Yeah. How do you think your grandparents would define the word doxy? A doxy is a secret lover. A doxy is a long German dog. A doxy was an old-time medication. A doxy is a well-dressed child. I I say a, a long German dog. We also had dachshunds. Okay. Doxy? A secret yeah. lover. Yeah. Ooh! Oh, wow. Interesting. Where did you get that? Was that Shakespeare too? Yeah, that's an old. That's an old word. Oh golly, these are way older than us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like longer, long generation. What old-fashioned word would you use to refer to a farmer you knew? Pope, mendicant, mendicant, husbandman, or razor? Well, a husbandman is a farmer. Well, let's do that. Correct. Well. That's how much longer this quiz is. What would you call a coward if you really felt disgusted by their actions? A poltroon? A fishman? A Luddite? A Luddite. A Luddite? A no. Dandiprat. I don't know. Uh, a Luddite is a person who no, doesn't like technology. A, 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 a What is it? Poltroon? Poltroon. I think poltroon. You think it's poltroon? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. What would your aunt mean if she called you a moon calf? That I'm tender-hearted, that I'm extremely intelligent, that I look like a baby moose, that I'm being foolish. First one, moon calf. Uh, tender-hearted, really tender-hearted, yeah. not foolish. I I well, I think it's uh, foolish because you're like got the stars in your eyes or something. Okay. I don't know. Go with it. Just a guess. Foolish. I say foolish. Correct. Yeah. Whoa. Nice. And another half question. Conceited guy home for family dinner, what would your grandmother call him after they leave? A dandiprat, a youngster, a coxcomb, a gambler. I love the first half of the uh, yeah, 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 that's coxcomb. the most important part. Coxcomb? Coxcomb. David says coxcomb. coxcomb. Correct. Oh, we didn't get questions at all. 
Maybe we're done. Maybe, maybe it's a sign. No, there it is. Oh. oh, we got the answers. Yeah, the answers, but no question. Yeah, what? what kind of bird is a popinjay? Oh. Cardinal, vulture, canary, or parrot? Uh, cardinal, I think. Cardinal? Don't you think? What, what cardinal, popinjay, vulture, what? Canary, or parrot? I think it's a cardinal. It is a parrot. Your grandparents may have Ooh. called parrots popinjays, but popinjay also has another meaning. It can be it can also be used to refer to a vain and extravagant yeah. person. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know what bird they were referring to. Parrot makes sense. Yeah. Let's make this our last one. Who knows right. how long this will be? What would your eldest preacher used to call for a prayer? Horizon, corral, cannon, or et at. I think it's Orison, and I think yeah, that's, the that's the one. Yeah, awesome. Well, we got All right. two out of the hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. wrong. So yeah, now it's time to the main topic. Okay. So um, Liz said you want to talk about um, Epworth history or the Bible uh, family Bible jamboree. Family, family Bible jamboree. So let's start with that. I want to hear about this. Okay. Well, how did you all get started with your? Well, it was 1974 or five, some five. Well, well we got a bad time saying when we first went. It was 1977 when we started doing it. Six or seven, yeah. We started doing it while I was teaching high school and while Liz was working at the Indiana Repertory Theater. We decided that we wanted to do a show for churches and for families. Family yeah. Bible Jamboree is what yeah. it ended up being called. And um, we just thought we'd... Do it on the side. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had the whole summer off, so right. it was a great way to travel and uh, go see family and friends. And so we thought we'd book ourselves into some vacation Bible schools, yeah. and that would be it. Yeah. And we'd be able to, the, this first summer, we were going to book enough trips that we could go to see my mother in Arizona. And we were charging $35 a show, which mm -hmm. would pay for gas and get us there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Only God intervened. And mm -hmm. uh, the first we had a friend who came to us and said, you know, if God really wants you to do this, you shouldn't charge anything. And Dave and I looked at each other and said, how does that work? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, really, we, like, how, how do you do, this? How do, you do yeah. that? And he said, well, you just, you just go out and let the churches provide for you. And we didn't say we wouldn't do it. Yeah, but we were scared. But we weren't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so we we booked three shows: uh, one in Evansville and one, in St. one Louis. in St. Louis, and one other one with yeah. two in Evansville. I can't remember, but um, the one in St. Louis, we got there on Father's Day, and we were staying with the pastor, and uh, he was an older pastor with grown children who happened to be in the congregation. Mm -hmm. We were performing at sun on Sunday morning for the sort of culminating thing for their vacation Bible school. Big right. assembly of it kids and parents. It was a huge assembly of kids. And, yeah, it was really nice. And we did our show, and um, we went back to his house, and we were going to leave, and we put our car into gear, and it wouldn't go into into any drive. Gosh. It would only go into reverse. The, the transmission, transmission had was gone. fallen and, out of this car yeah. in his driveway. Yeah. And so he said, well, you know what? That's okay. The head, uh, the president of our church council owns a transmission shop. Let me call him. And uh, so, and you guys come over and you have Father's Day dinner with my family. I'm going over to our daughter's house. And so we stayed with them and an extra couple days while this right. car was being repaired. And unbeknownst to us, his daughter had gotten on the phone and called everybody who had seen us at the show and said, these kids are in trouble. They have, they need their car, their transmission fixed, and um, we'd like to raise enough money to do that for them. Yeah. So the head of the, the guy who had the transmission shop paid for all the labor free, oh, and then the congregation raised enough money to pay for the parts, and then they came to us, and, and in the meantime, this pastor had set up for us to go to another church while we were there and do another vacation Bible school, and so we didn't know any of this was going on, and, it, and the car was fixed. We went to pick it up, and he said, it's all paid for. Wow. And then he handed us a check for $35. Oh. And, and we drove off with the check. We drove off with the check, but we can't keep this check. 
So we sent the check back, and they, you know, they were working on a little building project. So we said, apply this to, this to your building project. And, uh, but that was lesson number one. But we decided at that point, we yeah, thought, we're, we're not, not going to charge, charge yeah. anymore. Yeah. We get how this... And the next yeah. church was my mother's Methodist church in Sun City, which is a senior living city. Mm-hmm. So it's all of these 65 and 70-year-old people. And our yeah. show was designed for kids. For kids. This was like story theater Bible stories, yeah. where we jumped around, sang songs, uh, danced. danced, did all kinds of crazy yeah. things. Went, went out to overalls. the audience, went out to the audience yeah. and played the And th- audience interaction, and so... And, and he wanted us to do the sermon. And I thought, whoa, this may not play well. Yeah. I'm not sure. These are all old people. They're not going <laughs> to yeah. think we're being irreverent, and they're not going to yeah. go for it. So he said, what do you charge? And we said, we don't charge anything. Yeah. And he said, well, can I put a basket in the back? And we thought, well, okay, right, that's, that. that's fine. That's okay. fine. So we came out, we did it, we growled at people when I was the lion and right. Daniel and the lion's den. I'm growling at people. And, you I mean, know. she's out in the audience growling at people, and then at the end of the growling, she puts her head down in somebody's lap. And, so anyway, we did it, and he said, now, now these kids don't charge anything, but I put a basket in the back. And he came to us later, and they'd taken up a collection of $300. Oh, wow. And then, the next day, we were out shopping with David's mother, and this woman came running up to us and said, Oh, I'm so glad to see you. I didn't have my checkbook yesterday, and I want to give you something. And she wrote us a check for $50. Oh, so in that one performance, we made 10 times what we had been planning to charge. And what that taught us was... It was like a tithe in reverse. You know, it was like God showed us, I can provide everything you need. And we didn't always get money. Sometimes mm-hmm. we got clothes. A sweater. Some sweat. a ham. We got time. a ham one time. I mean, you know, people would wow. just give from what they had or, you know, they wouldn't give at all. Because but, when we start, when we finally started doing this, we quit our jobs. So yeah. this, this, what we were just talking about was why we were still teaching and working at he was, he was teaching. And so we decided, you know, in the one month of May, we had so many shows, we couldn't really keep up with it, with mother-daughters and everything. So we said, you know what, we're going to do this full-time. So we uh, decided that there were three things that needed to happen in order for us to quit our jobs and, and be full-time. And be full-time. And the first one was we needed health and life, health and car insurance. Mm-hmm. The second one was we needed to pay off our college loans, which were not tremendous, but they were significant to us. Right. And then we had to have a new vehicle because the car that we had been driving when we went to one show uh, while, while I was still teaching, the trunk caught on fire. Yeah. Oh. We called it our fiery chariot because <laughs> we're driving down the freeway and people are waving at yeah. us like, you know, look behind, look behind you yeah. and it was smoke is billing out and it was, it was papers in the trunk. So while I was still teaching, we did a show in May mm-hmm. and uh, it's a small Baptist church and it went, went well. And uh, a man walked up to us and said, hi, my name is, uh, Ken Anderson. No, no. Anyway, I forget his name. I'm sorry, I forget his name. Yeah. And he said, uh, "I'm a young life. I have a young life group, and we just want to know what uh, how we can pray how for we, you. How we can pray for you." So we said, "Well, we want to pay off our loans. We want to. We're, we're trying to get a new car, and we need insurance." And he said, "Well, I'm an insurance salesman. I'll give you insurance." Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. And so for the next two years, he wrote a policy. We would pay him, and then he would donate it all back to. And uh, that's how we had health insurance and car insurance for those two years. And then at the end of May, beginning of June, we were going to for the summer to work in a summer theater where uh, Liz was acting, I was going to be company manager. And, and we, I was in the box office. And you were in the box office. And, and we um, got a call. Well, before that, you came to me and said you paid off our... Oh, we paid off we'd all We sold our everything we had. We paid off all our loans. And paid off all of our college loans. So we're in... So those two are done. We're in southern Illinois. No, southern Indiana. Southern Indiana. 
Yeah, I'm in the box office and I get a phone call from somebody that we had met at a performance in Indianapolis. And uh, he said, hi, this is Clint Thielander. And, and I'm wondering, you know, you're supposed to leave on tour in September. Have you found a vehicle yet? And I said, well, no, not yet. But, you know, we're still praying about that. And he said, well, I, my wife and I would like to buy you a car. Oh, my gosh. And I, I said, well, I think you need to talk to David. I was, like, stunned. <laughs> yeah, I just And like, so David came down into the box office, and we talked to him. And, and then we went out looking for, like, used station wagons. We found a really nice Dodge Aspen used station wagon. Yeah, thinking if we had to, we could sleep in the back. But, you know, it would get it was serviceable, and it would get us from place to place. So I called him back and said, hey, Clint, we have, I mean, I didn't even know him, really. But right. I said, we found... Uh, a nice used Aspen station wagon. And he said, mm, you need a new car. And you need a van. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, you really yeah. I thought we were going to end up in a Learjet. <laughs> yeah. He said, now you're going to be needing to stay in it from time to time. You need, you need a van. So we went and looked at brand new Volkswagen pop-top campers. This yeah. was the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and we found one. And we had all the information, we had papers, you know, everything to show him. But we weren't sure we remembered what he looked like because we'd only well, met I'm him sure one time. I was sure I wouldn't. And so yeah. we arranged to meet him at like a Denny's or something. And you know, I thought, well, the good news is he knows what we look like. Right. So yeah, he so came in, and it, he kind of looked familiar. But he came down, sat in the in the booth. And we said, okay, so this is what we found. And we laid out the paperwork. And he says, okay, that's fine. Is there anything else you need? <laughs> oh, my God. And so, <laughs> you know, we talked to him for probably well, about... Well, we said, no, we're fine. No, we're fine. We, you know, but, yeah. but we, you know, we talked to him for probably about half an hour. And he said, well, let's, let's go take care of it. And I said to David, if he pulls out his checkbook and pays for this thing, yeah. I'm going to go crazy. Well, he did. He just oh. he walked into the dealership and said... Does it have air conditioning? Well, you need to put air conditioning on, and and it has a CB radio that that was pre cell phones. Oh yeah, has a CB radio. You need to keep that in there because you might need that on the road. And so we drove out of there with a brand new Volkswagen oh pop top and paid for. Yeah. Paid for. And the next two years, he just uh, let us drive that. And at the end of two years, when we decided to get off the road, we gave it back to him. He sold it back, yeah. and um, but. It was, it was just mind blowing that someone would see the potential in you, right? And go, I want to be a part of this. I want to just pay for this. Yeah. And um, we were so blessed by them. Over he has he's since passed away, but we've been and continue to be really close friends with uh, his his wife. his wife and his son. Uh, one of his sons uh, is uh, a successful businessman, and one of his sons went into the missionary field. Yeah, he's a, he's a doctor. He's a surgeon, and he works with Pan-African Surgery Ministry. So they go okay. to Africa, and they actually teach doctors in Africa to do basic surgeries because they found that if the African doctors come to this country to study surgery, mm -hmm. they don't go back. And so they wanted to help the continent of Africa. So it's yeah. it's a, a Christian organization that that does this work. And what when they went over there, one of the things they needed was a car. Was a car. Oh. And so and we so were we, able to. Yeah. So we bought him a car. Supply them with a car. And he he came out to our house with his wife, and we all sat there and just cried because yeah. by that time his dad was gone, and we told the story. Of how that had come about, and here we were able to turn around, right, and do and, and do for him. his oh, son. Yeah, that's awesome. It was it was Very just nice. the best feeling in the world. Yeah. So we just had so many amazing adventures because we weren't asking for any money. What we did ask for was to stay in the homes of someone in the congregation at every place we performed, and that was fabulous. I yeah. mean, going into these little small towns probably wouldn't have booked us if yeah, we had yeah. even a $35 fee. And then staying in some, you know, staying on farms. We stayed at a pig farm. Yeah. We stayed with bankers. We stayed with teachers. We stayed wow. in a, in a not, what do you, what do you call it? A where? convent or a, or not a convent, but it was where the priests lived in a, in a inner mm, city. Like a rectory. Yeah. Pa Catholic parish in the worst project of of St. Louis, and it was wonderful. Yeah. Just, 
met so many dear, dear, wonderful people. We, I was always the one that would say, in an odd situation, because of what we were. I mean, we were pretty energetic and, you know, actually right. doing kind of the first sort of early rap kind of stuff. And uh, I was always one saying, this isn't going to work. work. Yeah. Yeah. So Liz books us into a uh, prison. <laughs> and it's it's uh, I think it's like a boys' eighteen school. to twenty two or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Young young men in prison. And I'm going, uh uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. yeah. uh-uh. And so we're going to do it. And as we talked about, she plays the lion, and I play Daniel. And Daniel mm-hmm. the lion's done, and she goes out to the audience. And I said, "You're not going out to the audience. <laughs> yeah. Don't go out there." And we were on a big high stage, yeah. and, and, and they, all these young men come in in their prison blues. They yeah. all have denim shirts, and, and they and, all sit there. Not they didn't look like they didn't look angry, but they looked like they looked like what the heck are we yeah. doing yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh no, what yeah. are they? And then we bounce out, and we start our show. And I before started, I told her honestly, I said, "Don't go into the don't office. get off the stage." Okay, know? so I didn't listen to him. Because, <laughs> which is nothing new because right. that was part of the show you yeah. have to go out you have to interact with them so I come down off the stage and I'm growling at these guys and then when when God shuts up the lion's mouth I'm like a little kitty I'm, whoop, 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 mm-hmm. and I put my head down on one of their laps and I, I make them pat me and everything and the they, room erupted in they laughter were oh. like, they were just little boys yeah. they were they no, they didn't know what they were doing right. there yeah. And and they were kids at heart, and we just had yeah. an amazing, was... amazing experience. But we never turned any show down, and that by not charging, that allowed us to just Please never turn anybody away or yeah. turn anything down. Well, we did. We went to, I think, Kansas. We did one of our many, um, not, I mean, we did retirement homes and that kind of oh, thing, but this, this was a nursing a home. This was a nursing home. And it was a nice nursing home, but it was still, you know, everybody was in gurneys and wheelchairs. And, right. and so they were not only old, but a lot of them were very infirm. And again, I'm going, mm, we shouldn't be not here. sure this, this is a good is, idea. This is not good. So we go ahead and we do it. And we're going through the show and there's a lady, call her Margie, sitting in the front in her wheelchair. And her head was kind of tilted and she was just staring at me like, what are you doing? And I was sure that she thought we were making fun of the Bible. She didn't change her expression the entire time. So we finished up, and uh, you know there were people there on IVs, on gurneys, and wheelchairs, and, and they take them all away. And we went up to the head of the nursing home and said, listen, um, the lady in the front, oh, you mean Margie? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to go just, just talk, talk to, to her, her and tell her I wasn't make, we weren't making fun of the Bible. Right, yeah. And so she says, sure, come on back. So we go back to her room, and the door's open, and there she is sit- sitting there still, head tilted, with a kind of a, you know, a non-look in her face. Mm-hmm. And I, I knelt down, and I took her hand, and I patted it, and I said, Margie, I just want you to know that God loves you, and so do I. And she said, you're getting mighty fresh, aren't you? <laughs> um, well, we, we laughed. The, yeah. the administrator of the nursing home was crying. And we thought, uh-oh, now we've really done something wrong. So we leave the room, and she said, Margie hasn't talked for a year and a half. I mean, that's God right there. That's yeah. God. I mean, it was one of those experiences where we thought, whenever we thought this place is not ready for us or we're in the wrong place, something remarkable like that happened. There was one church, of an Episcopal church, very high and holy looking. I mean, beautiful architecture. Right. We've been there again for their vacation Bible school, and for some reason they invited us back and mm-hmm. wanted us to do the sermon, and we're standing back in the narthex, peeking through the windows at this huge, ornate church, and, and David's I'm going, saying, this is, this is not going to work, we shouldn't be here, this is a bad idea. Yeah. They're not ready for They're us. They're not ready for us, and so, but the minister introduces us, and we bound down the aisle, singing our opening song, and... And the kids, they brought all the kids in. They're all sitting on one side, so we thought, well, that was great. we play for the kids. Right. And so we did a lot of it to the kids, but the rest of the audience was really enjoying it. 
but we wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible right. at the end of our 40 minute show. And so, <laughs> so we said, bye, bye. And, and the minister, the, the pastor said, wait, wait, Dave and Liz, we have something we want to share with you. And so we waited up front and yeah. we're thinking we're in trouble now. Yeah. And he said, uh, our kids have taught us something. And they stood up, and the whole congregation stood up, and yeah. they sang our opening song back Aww. to us. The kids had learned it. Of the time that you guys And then know. in between, and yeah, when and we came back, they had parents. taught it to their parents, and the whole kind. And we thought they weren't ready for us. Yeah. And here they were more ready for right. us than it's we were so for exciting. them. Oh, that's awesome. Very so sweet. It was very it was, sweet. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. So we just had a great two years doing yeah, that. That's and, awesome. And... Um, Almost hated to leave the road, but we were starting a family, and it right. was time to settle down. So, mm-hmm. so what years did, was this? This was seventy six through seventy nine, yeah. I think, so, between yeah. the time while he was teaching and then after he was teaching. Too. Okay, and we did when we were on the totally on the road for two years. We did almost three hundred shows a year. Yeah, we oh did. We did our first show over eight hundred times, and then we had to write a second show so we could go back right. to places. And we did that one probably about two or three hundred times. Yeah. So we it kept us very busy. Yeah. It was a wonderful experience. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's our story of of those days. And then we joined a a a theater company in San Diego called Lamps Players, and for the next seven years we did that. Yeah. And so that gave us a a chance to settle down and and you know get into a our own church and our own family yeah so right yeah i didn't I, maybe i knew this but i didn't remember that you taught high school what did you teach exactly i taught theater i taught high school and college and in nice. both cases i taught uh, taught theater and in both cases she was my scene designer and did all you know it was a yeah. two, jack of all trades it was a two-person two department even though only one got paid both yeah. times yeah 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 and uh he also taught english he mm-hmm. was a, a remedial English teacher. He could mm-hmm. ha- he could tell some stories about some kids who were giving him a hard time yeah. in those days. Yeah, but, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you know, it was though, but it was. I want to tell one story about yeah. getting high school. Are you sure? Slightly <laughs> off color. Oh, are you sure you want to tell it? <laughs> so, no, don't tell it. Don't tell it. No, don't I'm tell ready it. for it. No. no, I think you should. Well. You want to tell the one about the uh, shirt that yeah, said, yeah. okay, that one. What did you okay. think that was going to say? I don't know. I don't know. No, no. Was there another one? I, well, tell that one. Tell that one. Okay. <laughs> I want to know what the other yeah. one is. <laughs> There's a lot, I guess. Um, so there was a, a, a young man who was in one of the remedial English classes that I was teaching, mm-hmm. and he came in uh, to, the, uh, to class, and he was wearing a T-shirt that said... F-C-K. The only thing missing is you. Um, and I said, uh, what was his name? Don, uh, Don, I think. If you remember that. That's... Don. I said, come on, out of here. Yeah. I said, you, you've got to put a shirt on over that. You can't wear that. Right. And so um, he, he, he got a jacket and put it on and everything. And, uh, but he was showing it off still like this. And so he got not through me, but through somebody else, got called into the vice principal's office. Mm-hmm. And um, and his mother got his called. mother got called. And then I got called in. Right. Uh, and uh, I said, um, that he said, now, did he wear this in class? And I said, yes, he did. And the mother said, he can wear what he wants. And by the way, you're going to have to take that T-shirt off of every other student that's wearing it. And the vice principal said, nobody else is wearing right. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is 1975. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, there was nobody doing it. I mean, there was, you know, it was a yeah. weird time with the, with the Jesus movement and right. the Vietnam and all that. But nobody okay. was doing stuff no, like that. Nobody in was a, wearing that. In a, little suburban ice cream. Right, yeah. But it was, it, yeah. yeah. We had one kid who would lie down on the floor in the middle of class. Yeah. It just, Kevin John Fino, I remember, he would just get up, walk up front, and lie down. 
and just sit there, like yeah, and so lie on the floor while David was teaching. The first couple of times I got him back up, and then after that I just huh, stay down there, Kelly. Like, <laughs> just teach. Yeah. These were not necessarily kids who had trouble reading. These were kids who really had, had you know, the oh, system okay. had not worked for them. Right, and they and the the guy next to me that taught the other part of remedial, he taught me something, and he it was which I would have in my high and mighty way thought, oh, you shouldn't do that. He taught the kids to read by allowing them to bring in whatever magazine they wanted, a sports magazine, a car magazine, a fashion magazine, mm -hmm. it didn't matter. Right. And those kids were learning to read. And this is in high school. They were at like a third grade level. And I finally said, well, that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, so you have your reading time. I'd say, bring a magazine in. Right. It was before there was sustained silent reading. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so anyway, yeah. it was interesting. Interesting yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah, um, but we also had to do all all the auditorium management, and so okay. he had to produce plays, and he had to anything that came into the school auditorium, he had to be there and manage that. Oh, so wow. it was a big job. Yeah, it was a big job. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah um, Lily's parents or her dad Jeremy mm -hmm. um, and his wife now Kelsey, they're both teachers, and I love hearing their stories. Like yeah. some of them are just crazy. Yeah, but um, they're fun. It's fun yeah. to. Well, when we got, when we left the road and when we started, you know, we worked at Lamb's Players for a while, but after about seven years of that, David really missed teaching. And we thought about both, both when we left Family Bible Jamboree and also when we left Lamb's Players, we thought maybe he should go back to teaching high school because okay. he was a really good teacher. Right. But then this opportunity opened up at a little um, Baptist college in, out in Elgin, Illinois. And so we went there, and he taught college for three years. Oh, that's awesome. And, and that's where Court was born, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we've had a lot of different experiences. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and for those of you that don't know, am I allowed to share this? David McFadden is a producer in sure. California. And when people ask, or they talk about home improvement, I was like, oh, yeah, my cousin produced <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, he actually, we, we ended up going back to California in 1988 so that he could write mm -hmm. on um, a television show. His first television show was Roseanne, mm -hmm. which yeah, was Trial yeah. by Fire. Right. But then uh, after that, he got to work with some amazing people, got to work with Carol Burnett, mm -hmm. um, Tim Tim Allen, of course, mm -hmm. and uh, we're Ed still Ed Asner, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, awesome. Um, just amazing people. Yeah, some good folks. And uh, and still are in touch with some of those people, the ones who haven't passed away. <laughs> the ones that are alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We loved Ed. We saw Ed Asner for his 90th birthday. He had a fundraiser. Oh, yeah. And a friend of ours bought a table, so we went and saw him, and we hadn't seen him in such a great guy so and we're still in touch with Carol Burnett oh that's Hear awesome that's so cool every year she was wonderful to our family when yeah. when we were there because that was we were all, that was all new to us yeah. being out right there. she yeah. was so she kind was so yeah great yeah. experience yeah, that's awesome Ed Asner was he he uh, was in. Um, was he up? Was he in up? Was that the? Yes. Yeah. Main character? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that you know, and, and that character in up <clears throat> is based on him because <clears throat> when you meet him, he seems like a kind of a gruff guy. Right. But he's, he's, just, he's got the biggest heart in the so, world. Yeah. Right? Which is true of my character. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why he could play it so well. Oh, but he's that's a, awesome. He is. A, you know, you could ask him to do anything, and not only would he do it. But he would do it really well, and that's yeah. not always the case. Right? Yeah. Just there's there's a limit to some people's talent, but he right. he could do anything. That's he amazing. was really wonderful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And last episode, I was like, and Nancy's friend with Patricia Heaton. Yeah, yeah. 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 With, uh, everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your paths cross. It's an interesting world out there. Um, you know, your paths cross a lot of people. Right. And yeah. uh, so we we've gotten. To be acquainted with some really nice folks. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so my next question was about Epworth. So, how many summers have you guys been coming here? I know you've been coming here forever. All of my life. Yeah. As we like to say, I started coming when I was a month old. Yeah. I do have a fun Epworth story, though, about that. Um, 
when we were in um, out in California, our pastor in our church, we were part of a little Episcopal church, and he had a friend whose name was Bill who was coming over to have dinner with his family from mm-hmm. somewhere else. And uh, it was about the time Meredith and our, we were about to leave to come here for the summer, and Meredith was a teenager, and she was very good friends with the pastor's wife. Now, pastor's daughter. Yeah. So she was over there hanging out, say, you know, saying goodbye. And uh, this guy asked her where she was going for the summer. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I'm going to Michigan. And he said, where are you going, Michigan? She said, well, it's a, it's a place about an hour and a half outside of Grand Rapids. And he said, oh, what's it called? She said, oh, you never would have heard of it. Yeah. But it's about a half an hour or an hour north of Muskegon. And he said, okay, well, what's it called? And her friend got real impatient and said, just tell him you go to Epworth. And she said, oh, no one's ever heard of Epworth. So he said, oh, that's interesting. Do you go to the North Beach or the South Beach? (gasps) Now, if you know Epworth, that's the major division (laughs) of the whole resort. And she was flabbergasted. She said, she called me immediately and said, mom, there's a guy here who knows about Epworth. It turned out that he had gone to Epworth because his grandparents owned a cottage. Oh, wow. That's And crazy. he couldn't remember exactly where it was, but he remembered the name of it, and he remembered who had bought it from his grandparents. Yeah. And the person who had bought it, his name was Judge Carroll. So I got on the phone with him, and I said, there was a Judge Carroll who owned the cottage next door to the cottage where I went. Yeah. And he said, well, that probably was it. And wow. he, the year he had left, he was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. He never came back. I was a month old. Wow. We had lived next door to each other for right. one summer. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. But that's, you know, that's, that's what is yeah. so weird right. about this place. Yeah. You know, people have been here that you would never get. Yeah. So, so that, yeah, I've been coming since I was a month old. And, of course, David started coming when he married me. Yeah. Have you missed a summer ever? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've missed a lot of summers. I, I, I think Nancy probably told you that she's when, missed a lot. Yeah. Well, when we when we came up, our family didn't have a cottage, mm-hmm. and so we would stay with our grandmother. Right. But but eventually, that cottage became Aunt Martha's, and the other cottage right that <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other cottage became Bill and Tootie's, and um, so we really only would come for a week or two in the summer, and we'd do other things. Right. Um, so I think I missed a couple summers traveling, and uh, then when Court was born, we didn't have a place to come, so we didn't come that summer at all. Okay. We went back to San Diego. By that time, we were we were in Elgin, where he was born, but we went back to San Diego so David could direct the play. Mm-hmm. So we have missed from... Yeah. But about the time Court turned... Three is when we were we started renting. Oh, okay. And we rented for several years. Um, and we then, rented right up the hill here. Yeah, we rented a cottage well, next door to your Mimi's. Oh, so in nowhere was mm-hmm. it in nowhere now? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and you know, after about three or four years of that, we a cottage came up for sale, and we finally were able to purchase one thanks yeah. to home improvement. Oh, yeah. And uh, that that allowed us to do it so and so that it worked out really well yeah, well awesome. and i've been working on a animated series for several years now mm-hmm. and the music is written by a fellow that's from Epworth. yeah oh, really yeah jimmy lang that's yeah. crazy so we i didn't you know i didn't know that he was a musician of that and uh, but I, I, I had met him and I knew him. And when uh, the creator of the show said, I've got a guy that I want to do the music. And uh, he said, his name's Jimmy Lang. Yeah. And, and David said, oh, be, yeah, it can't be the same. there's yeah. a guy named Jimmy Lang Neck. Yeah. yeah. It's not the same person. And that's his, his uh, stage wow. name. Wow. Turns out to be the same guy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's and crazy. he writes great music. Yeah. It was that's very awesome. entertaining. Yeah. Well, I have a, kind of what Meredith went through. Found mm-hmm. someone who been here before mm-hmm. um, I was at I was in seventh grade and I would it was like your favorite thing you did that summer I was like I went to Michigan at the lake and um, the teacher was just like oh what lake and I was just like Lake Michigan and she was like yeah we go there every summer and she's like where do you go and I was like it's this little place called Epworth she's like really that's right that's where I went when I was a child and I was just like oh, what wow. yeah and so uh, I asked Mimi and she said she didn't know who she was but I think she went here when she, a long time ago but, yeah yeah, yeah. 
It's crazy. It's it's yeah. amazing small when you world, make that connection. World, right. Meredith was in our hometown in California, and there she went to a little gym with mm-hmm. her with her oldest, right. and there was a kid in there with his mom who had on an Epworth sweatshirt. Wow! And she said that really looks like the Epworth E. Yeah. And so she went up to her and said, "What's your what's your child's sweatshirt?" She said, oh, it's from a place in Bishopton called Epworth. She said, that's where I go. Yeah. And, and, you know, once yeah. they made the connection, they knew who each other were. Yeah. Be, but it just was so out of context. Right. And just, yeah. And it's so, so bizarre. Yeah. It it's is. so bizarre when that happens. But yeah. It's fun. It is. It's so it's, cool. Epworth has its tentacles out yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've hit an hour now. Okay. Just, just right there. So, yeah, that was great. I well, love talking to you guys about this. Well, it was fun. This. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. You loosened us up with your yeah. with your trivia. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> terrible. I'm so bad at riddles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Me too. Yeah. Yeah. But that was fun. Yes. Thank you guys both. Congratulations yeah. on Botox. Botox. Yeah. Botox. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Thank you guys. So You're much. welcome. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you.